When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Come on, man. Why you always ask me that? Of course I am. <laughs> Maybe I should ask. You're ready to bring on the weird, right? That's what I should ask. Maybe? I don't know. Well, whatever. Does it matter? Nope. Because it's always yes. Always yes, buddy. I'm always ready. <laughs> and me too. Oh, look. I got a new uh, a new sound bite from one of our clips. It's of you. You want to hear it? Sure. She's so big. <laughs> She's so big. Oh, that's not nice, Will. <laughs> hey, it's fine. Whoever she is, she understands. I don't even remember what it was, what episode it was from. I have no idea. It must have been. Was was I talking about the dog? No. No. I don't know what it was. It must have been from... SCP. No, I think it was from the last Norse episode. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But this one is the conclusion. I'm going to skip over a lot of stuff and make it the conclusion to the Norse episodes. Okay. Ragnarok is upon us. Oh, wait. Uh, where's it at? I'm a little slow with them, man. It's been a while since I messed with them. Sound bites and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have got some, like, lightning and shit. Oh, yeah, for the for the final battle. Yeah. Because hot damn. But now... Should get all, crazy. All I got is this. Oh, my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. I should have, <laughs> I should have done that one instead of the suspense one. You can play it again later when when it comes. There's a few things that we have to cover or that I want to cover before we before Ragnarok actually gets here. Okay. But it's on its way. Okay. And I, I guess we may as well just get into it, right? Yeah, I'm ready, bud. I think I was the last thing I was talking about was Loki's kids. And come to find out he doesn't have just four, but he's got six kids. Okay. Uh, or eventually he does. Um but before that, I'll talk about some stuff that he did, some of his trickster shit that he did. And, well, this is one of the times that he actually did something good for the gods. So, not this part, though. One morning, or one, yeah, one morning, Thor woke up, and uh, his wife, Sif, I don't know who you, if you know who Lady Sif is. No, I don't think so. So eventually Thor married her, and they do have two sons that are mentioned post-Ragnarok, 
I don't know if they're mentioned at any other time in any other tales. Maybe. I didn't dig into all the tales because there's so much to dig into for Norse tales and all that. Okay. But anyway, one morning Thor woke up and he he laid his eyes upon this bald head laying in bed next to him. And come to find out, Loki had cut off Sif's hair. And that was one of the reasons Thor fell in love with her was her beautiful long hair. And he was pissed. Wow. So he went to find Loki and he threatened to break every bone in his body if he didn't do something about it. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> no. So uh, Loki does these dumb, all this dumb shit constantly. And he's constantly provoking more and more. Uh, so he pleaded with Thor not to break his bones. He he said he'd go to the dwarf realm, the Svartalfheim. I think mm. in this tale it was Svartalfheim, and other times it's Nidavellir where the dwar- dwarves dwell. So in this particular story, that's Svartalfheim. Oh, so he went you, there. <clears throat> sorry, can you say the last part again? I accidentally muted you. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said in this particular what? in this particular oh. one. <laughs> Yeah, in this particular story, Loki went to Svartalfheim, the that realm of the dwarves. Okay. Nidavellir is mentioned other places, but this one is is that realm this time. I know it's it's super weird. Okay. But he went there and he sought out Ivaldi, and Ivaldi told him to go to his sons, and his sons should be able to help him. So he, the sons were able to craft new hair for Sif. That would grow, so they crafted this wig that they would put on. He, she could wear, and then her it would grow. I don't know dwarf magic. Yeah, but the Alvaldi sons also gave Loki uh, Skidblinir, which is the best of all ships, which always has a favorable wind and can be folded up and put into one's pocket. Okay, so it's a, just a ship that they could sail. And it would always go. Skid Blade cool. That's what that one's called. Okay. And then they, they also made Gungnir, which is what it will eventually become Odin's spear, the deadliest of all spears. So while Loki was in the dwarf realm, he thought he could uh, get away with something else. So he went to the other dwarf brothers, which you would probably find familiar Broker and Sindri. Oh. <laughs> or Broker. They're, they're in a God of War. Yes, they are. The little fat one is Broker? The blue one. The blue, little blue guy is Broker. Oh. Or Broker. Okay. And then Sindri is the one that's like, he's a little uh, germaphobe. Right. Uh, don't touch it. I don't want to touch it. No. Just, just, just lay it down. I don't want to touch it. It's hilarious. And uh, Kratos just lets them do their thing. It's so funny. But anyway, uh, Loki went to those brothers and said, said, hey, well, uh, the gods are having a contest, and uh, the Ivaldi brother, the sons of Alvaldi, have already created some stuff for me. Do you think you guys could do any better? Ugh. The sons of Ivaldi, they don't know anything. They don't know anything? <laughs> we could do way better. And then Loki said, in fact, if you beat them, I'll put my head on the line. Put his head on the line? Yep. 
I'll I'll wager my head if you can make some things that are better than what the Evaldis did, the Evaldi sons did, then you can have my head. Wow. So, you hear the dog? <laughs> yeah. Daisy. She might jump up on the bed. I don't know. Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> so, the brothers got to work. And as they were working, a fly started to bother them. Okay. Here comes the dog. <laughs> if you're going to be good, come here. Come here. Good girl. All right, all right, lay down. All right, as they got to work, a fly started bothering them. And it stung Sindri's hand. So, And he didn't let it bother him on his hand. So he got finished creating that thing. And the thing that he was working on was a living boar with golden hair. It was Gullen Bursty. I think, I think that was the one in God of War also. I think that's the one Atreus chased through the woods to find the witch. Oh, okay. The boar gave off light in the dark and could run better than any horse, even through water or air. And then Sindri set upon another piece, or set another piece of gold on the fire as Broker worked the bellows. The fly bit Broker on the neck and didn't bother him then. Sindri drew out a magnificent ring, drop near. From this ring, every ninth night, fall eight new golden rings of equal weight. So when I was when I first read that, I thought it was like a like a ring you put on your finger. But in the Viking show, there's a uh, the bracelets that that they put on for you know um, you swear to your your leader. Yeah. So their friends or whoever they uh, whoever they trust the most. So I'm thinking it's more like those kinds of rings. So every ninth night, it drops eight more. That's interesting, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, then Sindri then put uh, iron on the hearth and told Broker that for this next working, they must be especially meticulous, for a mistake would be more costly than with the previous two projects. And so the fly bit Broker on the eyelid. And then his eye eyelid started bleeding, and it bled into his eye, and it blocked his sight for just a second, just long enough for the iron to be in the fire just a little too long, and it broke off the handle Jeez. of the thing that they were making. They produced a hammer of unsurpassed quality, which never missed its mark, and would boomerang back to its owner after being thrown. But it had one flaw. The handle was too short. Son of a You bitch. know what hammer that is. My dad's hammer. <laughs> you got a you got a short handle hammer. <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> don't, don't talk about my dad's hammer like that. Huh? <laughs> Sindri lamented that this had almost ruined the piece, which was called Mjolnir. Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, sure of the great worth of their three treasures, Sindri and Broker made their way to Asgard to claim the wages that they. That were due to them. The fly was Loki. He was trying to mess them up as they were making the uh, items. Why's Loki got to be such a pain in the ass? He is a huge pain in the ass. What's the matter with this asshole? He gets his due. Don't you worry. Good. He needs to. 
But Loki made it to the Halls of the Gods before the Dwarf Brothers to present their items. So Loki presented the items that he got from Avaldi's sons. To Thor, he gave Sif's new hair. Uh, to Odin, he gave Gungnir. And to Freyr, he gave Skidbladnir, the ship. A lot of Nears. A lot of Nears. And then the brothers presented their items, the uh, Dropnir, the ring, Golemburstie. So uh, Odin got the ring, Dropnir, and then Freyr got Golemburstie, the the boar that made of light, pretty much. And then they presented the hammer to Thor. And they they apologized that it looked like crap because you know there was a mistake, but. With the power of that hammer, Thor said we could take on the giants. So he was grateful for it anyway. The gods were all grateful. So Loki didn't mess up the dwarves. And then the dwarves wanted their pay from Loki. All right, we've come for your head. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, of course, Trickster Loki said, uh, oh, 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 I said you could have my head, but I didn't tell you you could t- cut my neck. Ooh, that's a good old devil fucking trick. Yep, and the dwarves were pissed. You bastard. So they were just gonna, they were gonna take his head anyway. But Odin stopped him, and they said, "Well, all right, fine. I guess we won't take his head." So they sealed his mouth shut. Okay. And but really, that didn't last very long at all because he's Loki. There's not really any tale to say when, at what point, he would have been able to open his mouth, but at some point it didn't it didn't last. Hmm. So that's how Thor got Mjolnir and the other gods got their items. I need I need a fucking lightning like a Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't have one. Now we started talking about Balder in the last episode of the the Norse episode anyway, and you were saying that he's an asshole in God of War. They really corrupted stuff in God of War. Oh, yeah? It's pretty funny. Boulder is the... He's loved by all the gods. He's almost a... He's a being of light and the most handsome, gracious, cheerful person, god, you'd ever meet. But in God of War, he's an asshole. There it was. Yeah, it wasn't very good. better uh so everybody loved balder and you know they would do anything to protect balder because of his um you know his kindness his graciousness yeah i i, I want to say something in this episode but i'm i don't know how far into the game you are i'm not too terribly far at all i okay just got mimir's head and i found out that the witch is actually Freya. Okay. Well, I probably won't say it. Hopefully you might say something about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing it's how to defeat Balder. Oh, yeah. And uh, the reason that is his weakness? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. It, it, that'll come up. I just wanted to make you... Just be yeah. part of the story that Balder is pretty. They, 
they got word from, damn it, I don't, I don't think I want to say it yet. Okay. But just know that Balder is very important to the gods, so they would do anything to protect him because uh, his death would be a sign of Ragnarok. Oh, I do know that. All right, we'll, we'll slowly get into it here. Uh, okay. I want to tell you a little bit about Tyr because he plays an important role in stuff too. I don't know if I talked about him at all. He is the he, he is both the god of war in Norse mythology, or a war god, I guess, and the god of law, which makes sense to the Germanic peoples. And I guess, it, I mean, if you break it down, it, it does make sense. He's the god of war, law, and justice. Okay. Tyr's role as one of the principal war gods of Norse, along with Odin and Thor, is well attested in sources from the Viking Age and earlier. Uh, one of the poems in the poetic Edda, the Valkyrie Sigurdrifa, instructs the human hero Sigurd to invoke Tyr for victory in battle. Another Edic poem corroborates this picture by having Loki insult Tyr by saying that he can only stir people to strife and could never reconcile them. Ooh. Uh, Tyr is far from only a war god. In fact, his primary role seems to be that of an upholder of law and justice. But the most compelling evidence for Tyr's role as divine jurist, and a heroic one at that, comes from the tale of the binding of Fenrir. And I'll pause on Tyr's stuff right there. We'll get into... Uh, I put this stuff in some kind of order so that we could... Because all this stuff is important for the final finality of Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, Vidar is another Norse god. He's the... Nope, not going to say that yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we know little to nothing of his personality or function outside of that, of one particular point in Ragnarok. But he did have... Uh, let me see. Somehow he got this boot that was made of all the discarded leather from making other mm, Viking armor material. And this boot was pretty near indestructive. That's what I need for work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought there was a name for it, but I, I that might come up. Mm. Oh, Vidar is a son of Odin by the giantess Gridur. Gridur? Uh, G-R-I kind of D- are uh, it's like a weird like it's not a rune but it's a Norse letter of some sort. He's got a weird day. <laughs> got a weird date. Got a weird day, man. <laughs> so he comes up a little bit later, but I just wanted to uh, name drop him already. Now, after the Aesir Veneer War, the Aesir gods and the Veneer gods, um, Odin decided that they needed some sort of fortification around Asgard. And a builder just so happened to offer his services. Are you there? Yeah. I don't know what the hell just happened. I don't know. Could you hear me the whole time? Yeah, I heard you. Okay. That's weird. Man, I feel like I said this already, but I'm, I just must be so into it that I'm, I feel like I've already said stuff. <laughs> The fortification of Asgard. So this builder approached them and said that he would build them a fortification if they, 
if his compensation was to marry Freya and to be given the sun and the moon. And the gods are like, holy shit, no. Yeah, I mean, you didn't want much, did you? <laughs> holy shit. And then, uh, of course, here we go. Loki came forward and said, how about this? Why don't you, if you are able to build the fortifications that we need within a winter's time, where'd it go? Uh, complete his work in a single winter with no aid from anyone but his horse. That's what Loki suggested. Then, then we can give you your compensation if you're able to build it in that short a time. By yourself with no help. Yeah. So Loki suggested that and the other guys are like, yeah, come on. There's no way he's going to be able to get that done. Yeah. Well, uh, they went with it, but of course they had no intention of giving Freya away and definitely not the son of the moon. Right. So the smith, the builder, got to work, and he was doing really, really well. Oh. Then it came real close to the end, and they're like, oh, shit. So the gods are like, Loki, what the fuck, man? This was your idea. Fix it. He's like, I know, I hate Faria. <laughs> so uh, the the builder's horse was named Svalder Ferry. Unlucky Traveler is the translation, I guess. Svalder, S-V-A-D-I-L-F-A-R-I. Svalder Ferry. Yeah, you lost me after like the first three letters. <laughs> and... Since uh, Loki saw that the horse was doing quite a bit of the work, so what Loki did was transform himself into a, a mare, a very beautiful mare to lure the horse away. Wow, so he was going to get butt-effed by another horse. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Oh. So he he did everything to lure the horse away, and and so he did. And the horse took off after him, and so the builder could not finish before the end of winter. And the builder was furious. Then he revealed his true self. He was a giant trying to get Freya and the sun and the moon. Oh, shit. And then everybody was pissed. So Thor made an oath that he wouldn't mess with the builder to prevent him from finishing the wall. But now that the Builder had revealed himself as a giant who was trying to betray them, he said, fuck the oath, smash. So he, he killed killed him. The Builder was pretty much done. They pretty much had a whole fortification. Damn. And uh, Loki didn't come back for a while. Now, one story says he came back, and then, he, and then in 11 months he disappeared again, and then he came back with a baby horse. But <laughs> another story says, oh, mm-hmm, yep, yep. <laughs> oh boy uh-huh but another story says that he when he lured Svalder Ferry away Loki did not come back for quite some time and then when he got back he was like not a word just take the horse <laughs> that sounds like some like a, a some comedy like a comedy uh, right. movie. Don't ask me. So any this questions. was, this was the only I, as far as I understand, 
and I think it's been said in one of the sources that I used, that this was the only time that not only did he, Loki, or any body transform into an animal, but they also changed their sex. Hmm. And he also gave birth, apparently. Yeah, like he changed everything. <laughs> yeah. He didn't just do the whole tuck the wiener inside, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. He was... A, he changed anatomy, oh. everything. Everything. Wow. So this baby horse had eight legs. Some fucking abomination. Well, uh, it was an eight-legged horse, and Loki gave it to Odin. And that horse became Odin's horse, Sleipnir. Sleipnir. So many fucking nears. I know. The eight-legged horse has a, or the eight-legged horse, as a means of transportation used by shamans in their ecstatic travels throughout the cosmos, is a motif that can be found in a staggering number of indigenous traditions from all over the world. Sleipnir is the shamanic, uh, shamanic horse. Par excellence, just as Odin and the shamanic god par excellence. So they're almost like, however the story came to be that Loki was the one to birth, create the horse. It it Sleipnir is a Sleipnir and Odin are inseparable. After that, okay. So that was the origin of Sleipnir, like his best friend. Mm-hmm. So. In some tales, Loki is Odin's half-brother or brother. And in some tales, he is the adopted son. Most tales, he's the adopted son. So it's either Odin is riding around on his nephew or his grandson. <laughs> well, adopted grandson, right? Adopted grandson. So, yeah. Well, a little easier. I don't know if it's easier. <laughs> A little less weird, maybe? Maybe. All right, now for Loki's... Uh, I don't know what order he had his children in, but he's got a bunch of kids. But his next child, in no particular order, I guess, is Hell. Okay. So when she was... Uh, Loki had three children to the giantess, giantess and sorceress, Angerboda. Hell was one of them, and I heard it in in one source. I didn't read it in on this website, Norse-Mythology.org, and it wasn't in the books that I read okay. or listened to, I guess. But another source, that one on YouTube, said that Hell was, when she was presented to the gods, half of her was beautiful. And the other half of her was like a rotting corpse. What the fuck? Like Two Face? Yeah. Or was like the but worse? The, the back half was rotting, and the front half was good. Or I don't know if it was a front and back or side to side or or what. Hmm. So they're like, oh, oh, you can't stay here. <laughs> fuck up, man. <laughs> we got a place for you, and it's uh, it's with the undead. So you go on down there in Helheim. And you can just you can just look over the dead. That that's a fine place for you. I don't know why I just assumed hell would be pretty. It, yeah, I thought it would be some weird duality where like she was really beautiful, but she's in charge of the undead for whatever 
see, I, I just, I didn't know the story, but f- for some reason in my head, I just, I pictured hell as pretty. I, I think I was right there with you up until I, I got that information. Like she was just, it was almost like a, I don't know, irony that she's this, this gorgeous woman who just happens to have the, the, the dead to look after. Yeah, I guess that's the sa- the same line of logic I had. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know. <laughs> but then it actually makes sense that half of her is beautiful and half of her looks like a corpse. So they're like, you can't, we can't have you wandering around Asgard looking like that. No. So that probably didn't make her feel too good about herself. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Another child of Loki's, hell will definitely come back because there will be hell to pay. Oh. But moving on, what are we, where are we on for time? We got, okay. again, we, we got some time. Yeah. Uh, the next child, or yeah, I guess we'll just go with the next child that he had with Angerboda, Loki, Loki and Angerboda, Jormungandr. So Loki had... You know who Jormungandr is? Wait. Jormungand, Jormungandr, Midgard well, Serpent, yeah, World the, Serpent. The World Snake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I, that's what I thought at first, and then you're like, do you know who it is? And I'm like, wait, maybe I don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah. So when Loki brought Jormungand to the gods, it started out as a little snake, and then in no time it grew as big as a python, and then it kept growing, and then the gods are like, ugh, we got to get rid of this thing. And they chucked it into the water on Midgard. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was so big that it swallowed its own tail around Midgard. Well, it's just like if you throw a goldfish in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just gets bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. <laughs> you put a goldfish in a little bowl, it's not going to grow up. There was an episode of uh, Rocco's Modern Life, pretty sure it was Rocco's Modern Life, where they flushed a goldfish, and then it got stuck in the sewer pipes. It didn't go very far down the sewer pipes, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger until the the land around the house blew out, and it was just this giant mega house-shaped fish in the pipes. Holy shit. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that show. I thought they were going to try to bring it back, but... They did Either they that. did, and it didn't work, or they're not. They did that, uh, what was it, like a movie or something, right? It was on Netflix? Maybe. Hmm. That was recent, right? Uh, I would say within, uh, I don't know, a year or two. Okay. Probably during the pandemic. <laughs> I wonder if he's in the new Nick Tunes fighting game. It's like Smash Brothers, but with all the Nickelodeon cartoons. Didn't and they try that WB. before? They tried that before, and it was shit, right? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If it's free one day, I might check it out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And then there is Loki's other child with Angerboda, Fenrir. Fenrir. Does he come up in God of War? That doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh, the wolf. No? Uh, I don't know. I feel okay. like at That's... some point you do fight a wolf, but maybe I'm just thinking of... 
Well, something else. It'll probably be. I could see if it's not in this one, it, he's probably definitely showing up in the next God of War game, especially if it's called Ragnarok. Yeah. Is that official? Is that the official name? Uh, I think so. Sweet. Yeah. I'm super excited. You're going to need a PS5, buddy. No, I'm not. What? Huh? Yeah. It's still going to be on. They're still going to do it for PS- PS4. What? Yeah. My PC might be able to handle it anyway. If PlayStation or if Sony decides to put that on PC. Oh. Are they considering not? Um, I think it's still a consider too. Oh. Because the God of War games have been PlayStation exclusive games. And so have the more recent Spider-Man games. But hmm. the Sony PlayStation exclusive games might start going to PC if they haven't already. Okay. Because I think PlayStation or Sony, you know, whatever, however you want to say it, it's all owned by Sony. I think they're going to, they already have it on PlayStation that you can do cloud gaming. It's PS Now. I I think think it is. is. Yeah, I think it is PS Now. Then you can do cloud gaming. So that means if you just have the app on the computer, maybe, maybe, maybe. But anyway, we'll keep going. Uh, Fenrir is the wolf. And it was all hunky-dory. You know, Loki brought this young wolf pup up to the gods, and, you know, they were pretty excited. Yeah, let's play with this puppy. Yeah, right. Mm, Puppy getting kind of (laughs) big. Puppy getting real big. We're going to have to... We should probably change, change, chain this puppy up because it's getting a little too much. So they... So they, they had some chains, and they went to bind him, and they told Fenrir. They they were raising Fenrir. They were happy with Fenrir, and they they went to bind him, and they they presented it to him as a challenge. Okay, buddy, if you can – we just want to see how strong you are. Can you break through these chains? No problem. Boom, broke through the chains. And then they're like, oh, shit. All right, we need some stronger chains. All right, buddy, look, we're here's another challenge. Do you think you can uh, break through these chains? Broke through those. Damn. Fuck. So then they went to the dwarves to craft something that Fenrir could not break. And that is the Binding of Fenrir. Well, they weren't very creative with that name, were they? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not the name of the, the thing to bind him. That's the, oh. that's the story, oh. the Binding of Fenrir. Oh. I was like, wow. Sorry. We've created this, the binding of Fenrir. Oh no, it was uh it was called Glapnir. Glapnir. Yep. Fenrir grew at an alarming rate, however, and soon the gods decided that his stay in Asgard had to be temporary. Knowing knowing well how much devastation he would cause if he were allowed to roam free, the gods attempted to bind him with various chains. They were able to gain the wolf's con- consent by telling him that these fetters were tests of his strength and clapping and cheering when, with each new chain they presented him, he broke free. At last, the gods sent a messenger down to Svartalfheim, the realm of the dwarves. The dwarves, being the most skilled craftspeople in the cosmos, were able to forge a chain whose strength couldn't be equaled. It was wrought from things that didn't exist. So if these things didn't exist, I don't know how they managed to um, forge them together. 
Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was uh there's a list of stuff here which is really goofy things and one thing I don't think it counts today anymore. <laughs> oh. Uh it was wrought from the sound of a cat's footsteps, which you can't hear okay. on good days. The beard of a woman, which I think is the one thing that is pretty questionable these days. Well, yeah, I mean it could. So that's a thing that exists today, which didn't exist then. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen some bearded women. Right. But this this is saying that it's they, they forged this item from things that didn't exist. Right. So That's why it was indestructible. It's weird. Like, testosterone is raising in women and lowering in men. <laughs> that's sad. It's that sad state of affair. It's soy. I blame it on the uh, soy. <laughs> All these soy boys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, cat's footsteps, the beard of a woman, the roots of a mountain, or I saw, also saw the roots of a rock. They don't exist. No. The breath, the breath of a fish. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The spittle of a bird. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's not listed here for some reason, but I also saw the sinew of a bear. I don't know what a sinew is. <laughs> I. I don't know. Maybe that's why it was left out, because we figured out bears are made of other stuff. They don't even have and sinews. They don't have sinews? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so this thing that they, they crafted it from all these items, and it was its appearance was that of silk. And they presented it to Fenrir. Who, you know, I told you the item was called Gleipnir, and that means open. And then... When the gods presented it to Fenrir, he was real curious because it was, it was only the silk ribbon. Why would – how is this going to stop him? How is this a challenge? If the chains couldn't stop Fenrir, how is this little silk ribbon a challenge? And he's like, hmm, okay, this is a trick. All right, if you're trying to bind me with magic, I'm going to need some sort of reassurance. I'm going to need somebody to put their hand in my mouth. <laughs> that way, if I'm bound, I will eat their hand off. Oh, okay. Still weird. So all all the gods are like, ooh, um, uh, I don't know. But then Tyr stepped forward. And in other stories that I heard was Tyr and Fenrir were actually good friends. Tyr did a lot of the... You know the the raising of Fenrir. They were they were pals. You know, man's best friend, all that stuff. Yeah. So Tyr's like, yeah, I'll do it to get. You know, he already had the trust of Fenrir. Okay, sure. And so Fenrir was unable to break the chains or break the break Gleipnir. So he bit off Tyr's hand. It's intense, man. Yep. And so they they transported. Fenrir away and tied him to a boulder and put a sword in place. And it was said that he would remain there until Ragnarok. Yeah, well, I've seen the trailer for Ragnarok, the game, and he meets here. Really? Yeah. Well then. So, name checks out, I guess. <laughs> Let me tell you about Sijin real quick. This is Loki's actual... Humanoid wife. 
humanoid that he ended up, <laughs> well i don't know if she was a I don't know if she was considered a god or oh. a goddess or, or what. Closer to mortal than yeah. the others. But definitely a, a regular old like person as opposed oh. to a giantess or a sorceress or a um, giant's male horse. You think he loved her less? He's like, you, you, kinda, you, you can't <coughs> do spells. <laughs> You're not tall. You can't get the shit off the shelf for me. She's just a special little person for him. <laughs> but she fucking loved him because some shit goes down and she's right there to help him out. But he ended up having two sons with her. They are uh, Narfi and Nari. Or Narvi. N-A-R-F-I. Oh, no, no. Vali and Nari. That that were... They were the two sons. Okay. And... For the most part, they didn't do anything special until later. Oh, all right. And it's not fun. It's not fun? No. Who would have thought the kids of Loki would be assholes as well? well it's not. They didn't do anything to anybody. Oh. It, it was kind of fucked up, their their story. Oh, definitely fucked up. But now that you know their names and their, they are things that happen, um... Man, where are we with the time? Well, 45, 50 in. Um, yeah, let me tell you about Hodor. Uh, Hodor was another god who only comes up in one of the bad times. Okay. <laughs> let me see here. Which one was he? Oh, here we go. Oh, maybe not. Uh, he he plays a role here. I can't remember what his actual role is. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So what happens next? Hmm. Should we break? No, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it on a cliffhanger for the break. How about that? Okay. So they... Let me see. How do I want to present this? Oh, okay. So in some stories, Boulder has dreams of his demise. Or somebody foretells his imminent death. Maybe Frigg does, or you know, Freya, Frigg, Frigga, one, same person. Somebody foretells his death, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what? What's that about?" And it was either Odin disguised as a human, or they sent this other person, Hermod, to hell to find out. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit lost here. I'm just sorry. trying to connect my thoughts here. You've been re- re- researching it for a month. I know. Two months. A lot of notes. Okay, so Hermod went to hell to find out... Damn it. <laughs> I know I had this in my head. Well, they find out that uh, Hermod, er, Boulder is going to die. And that's bad news so they sent a messenger to hell to see what was going on and they found out that they were planning a party to receive Boulder and they're like whoa whoa, whoa. no you're not so then Freya went around and informed or she went around to protect Boulder from from that mm-hmm. and she told she made every living thing, every inanimate thing to 
swear an oath that they would not be able to hurt Balder. And that probably comes up in the God of War game, right? Yeah, it does, actually. That's So everything is sworn not to hurt Balder. Right. And then Loki disguises himself. They're having a great... After they after that happened, they were having a party, and everybody was trying to hurt Balder, and they could not hurt him for nothing. They kept, you know, hit him with swords, shooting arrows at him, trying to damage him in any way they could, and nothing worked, and everything was great. Uh, you know, he was still pretty cool about it. He wasn't an asshole like he is in the game. He was still just a fine, gracious person. You know, everybody's trying to protect him. But Loki disguised himself as just some old person trying to figure out what was going on. And I think he, I think one story says he he approached Freya as this old person and said, so you're telling me that everything swore an oath that it would not hurt Balder. And she said, yeah, pretty much everything, but yeah. Except mistletoe. Nobody's afraid of mistletoe. Mm. And he's like, oh, really? Mm, Okay. I don't know why mistletoe of all the fucking things. I don't know. Isn't uh, mistletoe a poisonous plant? I really don't know. And when I learned this part of the story, I I still don't know why the Christmas tradition is to kiss under the mistletoe. Yeah, I think mistletoe, I think there's something really... uh, not good about mistletoe like it's very invasive or it's uh it's something along those lines then why do we kiss under it look there's a lot of weird traditions that we don't know like (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) might have to look into weird traditions that could be a fun episode and that could be one of them my parents when when i was growing up they had we always hung up a fake mistletoe and it was in the shape of a, it was like a Christmas ball, but it was, it was leaves and like white berries, but it was fake plastic. Yeah. And then we just hung it up. And I still don't understand that tradition. Maybe because it's going to be your last I thought I would <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was going to learn what that tradition was from this. I'm like, oh shit, mistletoe. That's a weird tradition. Why do you kiss under that? And then... This should happen with Loki and Hoder. So Hoder is, one story says that he's blind, and another story says that Hoder already knew what he was doing. And so Loki lined Hoder up. The bl- in the blind story, Loki said, here, you want to get in on the fun r- too, right? And Balder was all about it. Yeah, shoot me. Come on. Just, if you got... If you got an eye on me, if you shoot the arrow at me. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're blind. And Loki's arrow that he gave Hoder was made out of mistletoe. Oh, yeah. And we'll leave it there because that is the very, well, I don't know about the very first sign, but it is a major sign of Ragnarok. Uh-oh. There was a gasp. At the party. And Balder fell dead. Son of a bitch. Because the mistletoe missile shot him through the heart. He died? He died. And he went to hell. I don't know how that works exactly. So his spirit goes to hell. 
this body is dead, but then you can go get that person out of hell with the right conditions, or Helheim, I guess. Hmm. And so those conditions were... So they they sent messengers. They they sent people to hell to find out what they could do to bring Balder back. They didn't want Balder being in Helheim, so they, they loved hell them so told much? them, do what? Because they loved them so much, or just yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, and and the fact that Balder's death is the trumpet horn for Ragnarok. Right. Okay, I gotcha. So they went there and. Hell said, well, look, if you get everybody to agree that they love Balder, and I mean everybody, every living thing, to agree that they love Balder, he can he could leave Hell. So they they did that, and they approached every living thing and made, not didn't make them, but they, yes, they swore that they, they loved Balder. But then they approached this giant, and this giant's like, who? What? No, what? Why would I love Boulder? Damn. No, I don't love Boulder. I don't. I don't care about Boulder. I don't know that motherfucker. <laughs> and so Hell's like, well, sorry, you didn't get everybody to love Boulder. And they found out that the giant was Loki in disguise. Ooh, that motherfucker! And so they decided Loki needed to be punished this time because he was the hand that killed Boulder. So Loki took off, and he took off to the mountains, and he went to, he had some kind of cabin that he built. He was gone for a while, apparently. So time passed. Balder was dead. He he left, and time passed while they were trying to search for him. I don't know why they couldn't find him immediately. Yeah. Whatever. Nor stories. Yeah, for real. But he, he had a cabin, and... He set it up so that if somebody came by, he would transform into one of the one of the salmon that were in a nearby pond, or uh, you know, it was a body of water. And when he was there, he actually the story goes that he needed to eat too, so he tied strings together, and that became fishing nets. So apparently, according to Norse mythology, Loki invented fishing nets. Wow. He's impressive. Right. And that was actually one of the things that ended up getting him caught. Because when Odin finally looked out, he could see where Loki it would, would he, where he would be, the area that he was in. I don't oh. know why he couldn't see him directly. I don't know. Norse stuff. Because he could just see this big-ass net? I, yeah, I don't know why he couldn't just see Loki directly. He just knew where he was, the cabin and and all that. Maybe it was easier. Maybe it's easier to see a giant net than it is to see this little tiny... Salmon? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. But anyway, the the gods went there to confront him and uh, bind him. But he, he knew they were coming up, so he turned into a salmon... And started mingling with all the other salmon. And they tried to cast the net. Uh, One story goes that he threw the net in the fire. And one of the gods saw what it was. And deduced that it was for catching fish. 
So either they saved it from the fire or they made another one to try to catch him, but they kept missing him. And then eventually Thor got the idea that bear catch salmon out of the river all the time, out of the streams. Why can't I? So he set himself up so that he could he could get him. And so either the other gods lured Loki out or Loki just tried to jump out at the wrong time and Thor grabbed him out of the air. And so they took him to this cave where they, they needed to bind him. So what they did was... Um, they tied him up with mistletoe. <laughs> no, that was only for Boulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the gods brought in Loki's two sons and turned one of them into a wolf who promptly killed his brother. I forget which one that ended up being a wolf. Either, I think it was Vali, who they turned into a wolf to kill Nari. And then they took the, the one who was killed, they took their entrails to bind Loki. Fucking fuck, dude. Brutal as fuck. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the one who was turned into a wolf. Loki was then fastened to three rocks in the cave with the entrails of his slain son, which the gods had turned into iron chains. That's so fucked up. Yeah. So they could have been just regular dudes. But no, they turned one into a wolf, and the wolf murdered the other one. Jeez, dude. It's messed up. Yeah. And then Skaldi, a uh, another god or giant. Come on. I think she married Njord. Scotty did. S-K-A-D-I. She's a goddess in North mythology. Um, Scotty lives in the highest reaches of the mountains where the snow never melts. She's an avid huntress and her bow, snowshoes, and skis are her most often mentioned attributes. She was once married to the god Njord. And I could go down some more story of Njord and Scotty, but we're not going to. Um, they're not super important for... Ragnarok. But their story is interesting. Okay. But anyway, she placed a poisonous snake on a rock above Loki's head where it dripped venom onto his face. And every time it dripped venom onto his face, he writhed in the chains, which caused an earthquake in the area. Dang, strong AF, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. But Loki's faithful wife, Sigyn, sat by his side with a bowl that she held up to catch the snake's poison. Wow. But every so often, the bowl became full and Sigyn, or Sigyn, S-I-G-Y-N, she'd have to leave her husband's side to dispose of its contents, at which point the drops that fell onto the unrepentant god's face would cause him to shake violently, which brought about earthquakes in Midgard. And this was the lot of Loki and Sigyn until, as fated, Loki will break free from his chains at Ragnarok to assist the giants in destroying the cosmos. Damn. Now it's time for the Ragnarok story. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody calm down! (laughs) It's happening! Oh no! (laughs) I wasn't quite ready for it. I I knew it was coming, but... It said that... And in actual, in actual history, this pretty much happened in the year 500, 530 to 532, something like that. But 
So people believe Ragnarok already happened, or there's another set of people that believe it hasn't happened yet. Just like the coming of Christ. Has it happened? Maybe? Maybe not. Some people think that the book of Revelation has possibly already happened. Right. Which is So did it? Did we have all the signs that brought about Revelation, and then we are, well, we're just, we're good now? Well, some people, they think it was uh, a mistranslation, and uh, the the beast was, was it Nero? Or maybe it was Caesar. I know, like, different times, but it was was something like that. Like, they they believe it happened a long-ass time ago, and it was actually written after it happened like this was a story of it happening oh but like uh like a fanfic of it you know (laughs) (laughs) well i mean we could we can have the same speculation for ragnarok maybe it's happened and we're good now because everybody settled down or we will soon see or eventually see a winter that lasts from one winter to the next Surprise, motherfucker. That's a that's a lot of winter. It's a lot of winter. I don't want winter to last as long as winter does last. Need a little bit of winter. Yeah. From like December 15th to January 1st. And then let's just, you know, I want it cold for a little bit with the possibility of snow. We're supposed to get more snow tonight, man. Yeah, we were supposed to get some too, finally. Oh, you're getting some tonight? Yeah. We're so only, we're only getting like six inches, I think it is. Only. Well, I, yeah, because we just got six inches the other day. I think we're. Uh, I think it's mostly ice and shit that we're getting, but I'm not sure, and that's no good. Fuck ice. <laughs> Especially when it melts. Especially when it they fucking plow your car in. <laughs> is that what that happened? Yeah, dude, they, they've they done Bastards. it before. They they come down and they plow the one road and push it right in front of my car so there's a mountain of snow there. And then they'll come down our road and plow it up against my car, basically. And I'm like... What the fuck? Without warning. What the... Yeah, and they do it, like, in the middle of the night. Fuckers. Yeah, and then I was just... My car was just sitting on ice, and I called. I was like, look, I don't think I'm going to make it in, man. Like, for one... I don't make enough money to be out there breaking my back, trying to <laughs> trying to get in no. there into breaking my back anyway. And you you have to be there at five, right? Yeah. So that means you would have to get up. It probably took you over an hour to dig your car out. It would have taken longer probably because I I was having a hard time getting up under my car. There was frozen Jeez. shit up under the car that was preventing it from. Because there's so much ice there, so frozen chunks of snow up under it, where it couldn't yeah. even get any... I, I don't know how to explain it, but it couldn't get any <laughs> momentum to get off the ice. And then I couldn't push it, because I couldn't get traction either, because it was just ice. What the fuck? Yeah, a nightmare. So no wonder it took you all day. Yeah. Maybe you might want to take off the whole year when Ragnarok comes. Gladly. <laughs> <laughs> the whole winter as in the entire year 
Yeah. This winter shall last for the length of three normal winter winters with no summers in between. That's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Mankind will become so desperate for food and other necessities of life that all laws and morals will fall away, leaving only the bare struggle for survival. It will be an age of swords and axes. Brother will slay brother, father will slay son, and son will slay father. Damn. <laughs> yep. The Yggdrasil, the great tree that holds the cosmos together, will tremble and all the trees and even the mountains will fall to the ground. The chain that has been holding back the monsters will Fenrir will snap and the beast will run free Whoa. towards his prey. Jormungand, the mighty serpent who dwells at the bottom of the ocean and circles of the land, will rise from the depths, spilling the seas over all the earth as he makes landfall. Like a flood. Like a flood. Why? Well, I mean, yes, exactly a flood. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I said like a flood. <laughs> it is a flood. And Loki will break free. And he will travel to Hell, Helheim, and him and his daughter will raise up the undead, all of the people that were unworthy of Valhalla will be on their side to go against the gods. I mean, it sounds like undead moaning. Well, it's supposed to be a bunch of people, us booing them. Boo! So he'll have the undead on his side, uh, and then Odin will bring his warriors forth from Valhalla. The dome of the sky will be split, and from the crack shall emerge the fire giants from Mosbelheim. Their leader shall be Surt, with a flaming sword brighter than the sun in his hand. Damn. As they march across the Bifrost, the rainbow bridge to Asgard, the home of the gods, the bridge will break and fall behind them. An ominous horn blast will ring out. This will be Heimdall the divine sentry blowing the Gjallar horn to announce the arrival of the moment the gods had feared. Odin will anxiously consult the head of Mimir, the wisest of all beings, for counsel. I don't know. He's got all these fire giants marching at him, and then he's like, yo, head, fuck we gonna do? Jeez, dude. <laughs> the gods will decide to go to battle even though they know what the prophecies have foretold concerning the outcome of this clash. They will arm themselves and meet their enemies on a battlefield called Vigrid. Odin will fight Fenrir, and by his side will be the Einherjar, uh, the host of his chosen human warriors, whom he has kept in Valhalla for just this moment. Odin and the champions of men will fight more valiantly than anyone has ever fought before, but it will not be enough. Fenrir will swallow Odin and his men. Damn. So Fenrir, just, he's so big, he's so pissed off at Odin, he just eats him. Boom, done. Bye, Odin. This is pretty crazy because it's like uh, not what you're taught about the end of days as a Christian. It's going to be the end, the battle of good and evil, but good wins. And this is right. saying like Odin and his team get effed up. Well, I'm, both sides do end up getting pretty fucked up. So nobody really wins. Well, what's it's the light point then? At the end of the tunnel, but uh, blood. What you say, blood? Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and then I thought you said blood. <laughs> I, but oh, I was like, that's not. I've never seen that <laughs> as a light, but okay. Uh, then Odin's son Vidar, where I told you about that un indestructible shoe. Yeah. 
He, with burning rage, he will charge the beast to avenge his father. And one of his feet will be the shoe that has been crafted for this very purpose. It has been made from all the scraps of leather that human shoemakers have ever discarded. And with it, Vidar will hold upon, open the monster's mouth. Then he will stab his sword through the wolf's throat, killing him. Jeez. Vidar kills Fenrir. So that's good, I guess. Another wolf, Garm. There's a little bit of confusion between Garm and Fenrir and Tyr and all this stuff. But I think Garm and Fenrir are either the same thing or Garm is uh, an undead wolf entity. An undead wolf? Yeah, so it's a... Potentially Garm is a wolf that came out of hell. Okay. Helheim. Another wolf, Garm, and the guy Tyr will slay each other. And that's all there is on them. They, they kill each other. I mean, Tyr only had the one hand to, er, to protect himself. After Fenrir ate it off, the other one off. I wonder if he'll have one hand in Ragnarok, the game. Oh, I don't know. Or we will see that happen. Oh, maybe, yeah. That would be cool. But that was before Ragnarok. How long before Ragnarok was that? I guess it's kind of hard to put that in a timeline, isn't it? Yeah. Because who knows with how the tales were spun and all that. Right. So he lost his arm. Because they bound Fenrir, and then after that is when the shit happened with Balder, and Loki tricked him again, killed Balder, and who knows timeline stuff. I mean, you could you can guess, but I don't think there's a real clear picture in all these stories. Yeah. Um, Heimdall and Loki will fight to the death, as Garmentir did. It'll cost the gods one of their best in the process. So Loki and Heimdall kill each other, and they both give each other... They fight for a while, then they give each other killing blows. Uh, the god Freyr and the giant Surt will also be the end of each other. Thor and Jormungand, those age-old foes, will both finally have their chance to kill each other. Thor will succeed in felling the great snake with the blows of his hammer. But the serpent will have covered him in so much venom that he will not be able to stand for much longer. He would take nine paces before falling dead himself and adding his blood to the already saturated soil of Vigrid, where they fought. Isn't the, uh, in the game, the statue of Thor, the real big statue that uh, is in the, the lake, isn't that supposed to be him with his hammer up getting ready to smash the world snake? Is that what they say? I know, I know I, I've boated around it a bunch of times, but... I don't know. Is that what they said? Getting ready to smash the snake? Maybe. I can't remember, but he, I mean, he's got his hammer up like he's getting ready to do something with it, I think. I don't think he's just I holding mean, it, it up victoriously. Well, it makes sense to me, but the snake is there in the game. Yeah, but they, I mean, they know, they supposedly know how it all ends, so maybe they made a statue yeah. depicting what is to become, what is to happen. And I guess Yormagon is just cool with it. And he just hangs out next to it. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to kill me one day, but I'll get him. I'll get him, too. <laughs> then the remains of the world will sink into the sea, and there will be nothing left but the void. Creation and all that has occurred since will be completely undone, as if it had never happened. But there's a little bit more to that and other stories uh, that Surtur, after he killed Freyr, he took his sword and cut through everything and burned everything 
cut you know cut through Midgard and all the other realms and just destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess including himself because he's gone too, or maybe he's not. Yeah. No, okay, that's weird. Uh, but it's some say that it's not quite the end of the tale. It's more of a beginning, the new beginning. Ah, yes, that age-old tale. <laughs> Vidar and a few other gods, Valley, Balder, Holder, and Thor's sons, Modi and Magni, will survive the downfall of the old world and will live joyously in the new one. So Balder is released from hell, and the one that killed him, Holder, is still around, still blind. You look confused. What happened? Well, I can't, I can't say... Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But it, uh, it seems like some more liberties were taken in God of War. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe I mean it's very the uh, the whole uh, death and rebirth and all that is kind of it's very different than uh, what like a, a Christian or a Catholic or uh, oh, Western yeah. religions believe. Yeah, the Norse Helheim and. The leaving, I don't get it. Uh, you can just leave one body and then your soul is in another place, I guess maybe, and then you come back. But what happened to the body that you left? That's a little that that's a little bit unclear. It goes back to the earth, I guess. Are you talking about the body in hell? Well, does the body go to hell? Does just the soul go to hell? And then if they come out of those realms where they were killed then they are now solid again maybe they're ghosts they're spirits in this realm in uh, Midgard so they can't they can't interact with stuff in Midgard but they're good everywhere else <laughs> well every I mean once they get out of hell they're once maybe once they go to hell once they die that's it they lose their physical body and they're just souls for eternity. Maybe they don't have to stay in hell where it's super cold. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But there's... It says that some of the ones that were killed and sent to Helheim were returned. And also, the uh, Yggdrasil was destroyed. And out of the... That's the world tree, right? The world tree was okay. is destroyed. And somehow, at some point... The gods had sequestered two humans in the world tree to be safe from Ragnarok, because Ragnarok destroyed even Midgard. They were Life and or Lif and Lifthrasser, so life and striving after life. That's pretty interesting. So, in the beginning of this series, you had uh, oh, I can't even remember their names. Ask and Nimbla. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were Adam and Eve, in a sense, and now right. you have a new, like a rebirth, a new beginning for mankind with these two new people who were saved. Are they, right. Is it male and female? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it almost, it almost feels like this could be the end of the Norse stuff. I mean, maybe it's a Snorri Sturluson thing. It's Christianity, it, but it almost... It feels like it could be a prequel to the Adam and Eve story. 
A prequel to Christian Genesis. So are you saying Ragnarok already happened? Maybe. And everybody's just living in peace in their new... So Balder and Vali and Hodor, Vidar and Thor's kids, they're all in some other heaven. So who is the the new Odin? Balder. Okay. That's why I assumed. Well, he's a real dick in God of War, though, dude. He's an asshole. I've only, you know, you fight him in the very beginning, and when you climb up to see where Mimir is before you cut his head off, he was saying a bunch of shit. Yeah. And he's an asshole. Yeah. But the God of War games have always made pretty much everybody that you would think is good into pieces of shit. Yeah, like Ares was a piece of shit. Uh, Poseidon was a dick. Even Aphrodite, horrible person, right? That was in, I think, was she in three? Uh, yeah, she was. I was not prepared for that scene, and my <laughs> I had my kids too close. Luckily, they they weren't looking, but I said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't watch this. Don't watch this. Don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Didn't expect that. I don't think she was a, a total. I, I think she was just a kind of like a cocky, snarky. I'm gonna get my way. <laughs> but I don't think she was. Who wasn't her husband a giant in that game? One, a titan. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I, I, all right. Well, we're coming to the end of this. Um, I'm pretty sure I said in the very beginning of this stuff that. I tell you how the days of the week got their names. Yeah, I forgot about it. Uh, so I, I found a different website that broke it down even a little bit better because it was throughout history, it was actually uh, like an evolution of names. It was from ancient Romans. Or Norse and then ancient Romans and then the Anglo-Saxons took over. There was there's a whole bunch of them. But eventually, you know, we've stuck with the Anglo-Saxon names, even though there's still some parts of the world that, you know, it's you just pronounce them a little bit differently. Right. But uh, time continued to march on. At the end of the 4th century AD, the Roman Empire fell, and Anglo-Saxon tribes began their conquest of Britain Wales. One way they made a mark on the world was by renaming the days of the week yet again, after their gods. Sunday became... Sonnendag in Old English, which means Sunday. Monday changed, well, it was Dies Solis, and then it came Sonnendag, which is Sunday. Monday changed from Dies Lune to Monday, which is Luna, was swapped out for Old English word for moon, so it became Moon Day, Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was Dies Martis, became Tuesday, T I W E S. D-A-G, you know that A-E thing that is all one? I don't know what that name is. You know what well, I'm talking about, though? Yeah. So, Tuesday, as the Anglo-Saxons replaced the Roman god Mars with the Norse god Tyr, god of war and upholder of law and justice, Tyr was also known as Tiu, T-I-U, or Tiu, T-I-W. I'm just pronouncing it however. So, Tuesday became Tuesday. 
Wednesday, the Anglo-Saxons decided to raise the whole thing another level. They replaced the trickster Mercury with Odin, the Allfather, creator of the universe, god of war, and god of poetry. Odin was also known as Woden, which explains the odd spelling of this day of the week. In Old English, it was Woldensdag, or Woden's Day, Wednesday. Hmm. Okay. And I'm sure you know what Thursday is. Thor's Day. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if I if I would have thought just a little bit, I could have figured that out. I'm a fucking idiot. And then for Friday, they replaced Venus with Freya, also known as Frigg or Frigga, sorceress, wife of Odin, and goddess of love and beauty. The Old English Frigga Day evolved from evolved to Friday. Yeah, I probably could have guessed that one too if I thought about it. <laughs> and then for no reason, we just stuck with the Roman. Was it Roman? Yeah. Right? Because the, 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 Saturn. Saturn, yeah. It was Saturn's day. Apparently the Anglo-Saxons were happy enough to honor a god of agriculture because they continued to recognize Saturn on the last day of the week. In Old English, they called it Saturn's day or Saturday. Yeah. Saturn's day. <laughs> and that's it. That's, all, all we did was take the N out of it. It's literally, I didn't, I, I mean, I knew it was like Saturn, Saturn day, but we just took one letter out of it. Yeah. Well, the old English spelling is S-A-E-T-E-R-N-S-D, and then that A-E combo letter, G-E. I know we talked about that symbol before. I can't remember what it's called, though. I think we talked about it when we were talking about Elon Musk's kid, but his oh. is X-E or or is it A-E? Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. But that's Ragnarok. That's Norse for you. And I'm going to take a break from Viking stuff for a bit. Yeah. I'll still keep playing God of War because yeah, it's a good oh, last yeah. time. That's a badass game, man. I can't wait till the next one. I know. I wish they could just make a new one every six months and just keep pumping them out to me, man. I just want new uh, ones. They're so deep, and this one was pretty open world, but not as open world as some other games. Yeah. Right. So far. It's less linear than the other God of Wars, though. Oh, those were just like straight up, okay, here's the beginning of the stage, and do a bunch of shit, now you're at the end, now we're going to start stage two, four. Yeah, it was like platforming. (laughs) With some puzzles. Oh, yeah, puzzles. Yeah, Some of them are a pain in my ass. I'll be good at that camera never comes back to video games ever. <laughs> it was bad. I hate that. That like, It's like a fixed camera, and then when you get to somewhere, it's like, whoop. Nope, you don't want to see that. Oh, shit, now a harpy just killed you too fucking bad. Yeah, fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess uh, tell us your thoughts on Norse anything. There was somebody that left a comment. They left five stars on Apple. Did you see that? No. It was on, I saw it on the Good Pods app that was from the last Norse episode, Thousand Stories. And they're like, yeah, it's a pretty laid back version of, or, you know, pretty laid back Norse stuff. Something like that. Well, that's good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're pulling it up, I'll continue with the spiel of things. Um, Podchaser.com slash 
bring on the weird, leave us five stars, and I don't know, tell us what you thought of the whole Norse thing. I like digging into these big, heavy things sometimes. Uh, definitely have some plans for some palate cleansers, some easy stuff for next couple of episodes. Yeah, for sure. Or Apple Podcasts, like, uh, did you re- get it up yet? Yeah, I can't. What's his name? Who's that guy? There's a guy. It's not a review on the show on Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's not? Maybe it's a pod chaser. Or maybe it's just on Good Pods. Ah, uh, shit. I don't see it. I know it was on there. I saw it once. So thank you, and I forget your name. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want a, uh, some cool merch, Mr. Uh, no Name, or Miss No Name, or Mrs., she, her, he, hit Him. Definitely him. Oh. Um, go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on the weird, tpublic.com and search bring on the weird, or zazzle.com slash store slash bring on the weird. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you want to watch the show live, rockfin.com slash bring on the weird. It's $10 a month, but for that, you not only get our shows live, but there's piles and piles and piles of other shows like uh, Sam Tripoli's Tinfoil Hat Podcast. All of his shows. like He's doing like six shows a week. Goddamn. Yeah, he's doing like six different episodes among like throughout all his different podcasts he does. That's insane. Yeah. We're lucky if we can keep it to a a once a week schedule. Right. (laughs) But mm, he brings on a lot of guests though. And he pretty much reacts to a lot of guest stuff. I'm sure he does his own research for some stuff and he bullshits on, you know, whatever topics, but he it's a it's very much a an interview show, right? And yeah, and it's partly his career. I don't know if it's all his his only gig. Obviously he does stand up and stuff like that, but uh it's a lot if this was our full time job it'd be a lot easier to get pump out I don't know three, four episodes a week, probably. But then it gets saturated. That's my that's my whole bugaboo about it. Yeah. If you're doing the same thing. The stuff you should know guys Two episodes a week was fine, but then they started putting in classic ones because they want the re- ad revenue for a third episode in the week. And like, what the fuck, guys? Chill yeah. out. Yeah, I'm not Too really much. into those guys. Not uh, the stuff. The stuff you should know, not the uh, stuff they don't want you to know. Oh, oh, oh. Because you talked about the stuff they don't want you to know, guys, and his voice is so weird. Yeah, and they call me Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good. Uh, impersonator of Ben yeah alright that's that mm-hmm. anything else uh no I got nothing else man alright stay weird world and we'll see you guys next time